you're Puritans, right? Sure. Um, and then it's like <laughs> they founded another country, which you may be aware of. Oh God, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like which, which I always say is the root of all of our problems in America is just like the whole Puritan thing. But guys but, with fucked up hats shouldn't be allowed to start a country. Oh man, if you got a hat that fucked up, it's like I'm sorry, bro. You are gonna have to go on the boat, but you're just gonna have to like get over there and yeah. what I don't you know. buckle on a hat for. No. What's it doing? Mm-mm. And it's like with we didn't have enough of the kind of like, I, and I don't like to praise the enlightenment because it gives me a headache and that's why i had to make booty shorts you know that say there's the dark ages refers to a lack of so- of sources is specifically because of the enlightenment but what it did do is by the time the modern revolutions like the french revolutions and, and stuff coming around they're like yeah let's get rid of the monarchy because what the fuck are they doing for the common man and common people should have these good things whereas here we got the like whack ass early modern revolution which is like i feel like you shouldn't dance yeah, like it's, it's like it's incredibly like the it's it's sort of the equivalent of like supermarket tabloids here being angry that like kids are going clubbing and stuff like that. It's like, what if that was a revolution? Yeah. And so we mm. got a really, really bad one, which also contains some like bonus Irish genocide, obviously, uh, with, yep, with your man Cromwell. And it's like when and then everyone could kind of agree that that like kind of sucked. And like fundamentally, I mean, fuck all monarchs. I want to I want to be clear on that. Mm. Uh, but. You know, the, the the fancy lads, the fancy Catholic, but you were mad about the fancy Catholic. All they were doing was making a little spaniel, having a little mistress, like wearing a stupid mm. hat. You're James, Charles, Charles, James. They were just fucking being ridiculous. What was wrong with that one? They, they wanted to write mm. their pamphlets complaining about tobacco. Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted to settle their gambling debts mm. by giving people random parcels of land in the new world. Like they just, yeah, exactly. It was just, yeah. what, you know, like as monarchs went, they were super benign, but it's because the, of the, the Catholicism. Podcasting monarchs. Yeah, yeah. It, was the, it was the Catholicism. I, I, I So I wanted to say, maybe we should start out by talking about the sort of unbroken chain of thin-skinned, very, very pasty-complected people <laughs> that rule this country. So as I understand mm-hmm. it, they are the result of the Norman invasion of 1066. That they have basically, that's been more or less the system. Yeah, that's, that's right. Because uh, prior to that, when you have kind of like the early medieval period, you have a lot of different kings. So, you know, you've got your king of Wessex and your king of Essex and all of that. So it's Ethelred like... Ethelred the Unready. I mean, the good names, yeah, right? Yeah, great I'm names. Like, names am, that went hard. Oh, man, I am constantly trying to like, you know, like bring back tradition, but specifically by calling your kid Wolfric and stuff. Like, that's what oh, I'm yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, yeah. that shit whips, okay? Like, I, w- <laughs> I want to see more Ethel stands running around immediately if you care that much about the country, right? Yeah. But, yeah. A rapper called Edward Duckenfell. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, like, e- within that period, there's a lot of kind of tumult, especially in earlier things. But when the Normans take over, they consolidate power really quickly. Mm-hmm. And when they do, they bring in a very specific kind of Norman style of rule. So they go around on a really concentrated campaign to be like, hey, everybody, we're the bosses now. That's why you see this one kind of medieval church everywhere in uh, like especially in England where they're like Norman churches and they've got a square mm. spire and they've got the little pokey deals on the top right that, yeah. that that's them like going churches around churches as a fortification exactly yeah. where they're like guess what suckers here's like the new boss and they go around building all these castles and they do kind of like I'm always saying that feudalism isn't really real I don't really like the name it's like manorialism is a little bit better but they do one of the closest things to what the thing that we teach eight-year-olds happens is where they're like oh yeah well here you go here's your land Here's your land. Here's your land. And they really do kind of parcel it out to dudes they know. Um, and that is what kind of consolidates the structure as it is. And it's so fucked up because really it will be these families. Like if you if, you know, we, we're not really allowed to know who owns land in uh, yeah. in England because they did it in Scotland. And it was like, oh, ha, huh, 
five guys. Well, you know, I mean, and a like... brief digression on the Duke of Westminster, the richest man in the UK, mm-hmm. uh, the Grosvenor family, uh, the William William de Grosvenor, of course, being William the Conqueror's right hand man. Yup. Um, in 1066. <laughs> and like, and this is the thing; it, it it goes unbroken, and it's kind of mind blowing. Like, especially to you know someone like me who grew up in a place where there you know was very little written history, you know, and the idea that you can really have these, you know, ten handfuls of families mm. really kind of going back and they still have castles and they still have moats and it's still propping up this monarchy. Okay, so you've got the Normans who kind of come over here and then you have the sort of like back and forth in the Middle Ages where they, they are a little bit more French than they are English. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, be yeah. real. So for quite some time, they all speak French. They're barely here. You know, like mm. Richard the Lionheart famously was only here like three times or something like that. You know, stuff like that. Um, but been, what a three times. I mean, so say, time enough to appear in all three Robin Hood movies and then get out. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm sort of like a John Truther. He's not that bad. I mean, like all monarchs suck, right? Uh, but I feel it really weird that everyone's constantly wanking about how good Magna Carta is when Magna Carta is not real. Uh, it, it doesn't do anything <laughs> for anyone. I'm so, I fucking hate Magna Carta. Well, legally, the Magna Carta is not real. <laughs> it's not, like, it doesn't do anything except mm. for like, say that these five dukes, again, like, it's like, well, mm. you can have a fishing weir here and you can have like, it, none of it is like on the books anymore there's like four clauses that are still on the books and they don't do shit what are you writing about four dukes for you know exactly like seems kind of seems kind of sus you know that's what i'm saying getting together on a little island in the Mm -hmm. thames seems pretty Mm -hmm. weird to me it's like you know just guys rocking out about fishing weirs right and you know i i just feel like you can't do the like king john is very bad the magna carta is very important at the same time i'm like well he did still say but like the idea that he his hand was really forced i'm like it doesn't change anything Oh my God! It, all it does was like write down what the traditional rights were. Like, calm the fuck down. Anyway, so I'm a bit of a John Truther, but like, really, um, this is like Eleanor of Aquitaine corner. Appreciate Eleanor of Aquitaine. She was very, very good and very smart. And uh, but th- because of her, there's a lot of back and forth. Then you get into the kind of like Hundred Years' War, and then because everybody was actually French here, they're like, I feel like maybe we mm. own France. They did. Yeah, they, well, there, yeah. there were broad <laughs> yeah. swaths of France that were controlled by the British Crown. Like, oh, they, like yeah. they were technically the territory of France. It was sort of like mm-hmm. like if France, if you look at Algeria being considered a province of France in the 1800s, it was sort of like that, but England controlling. Oh yeah, France. Yeah, like like Aquitaine, Calais, um, parts of Normandy, and so it, you would have this interesting situation here where the King of England would also be a vassal to the French throne because of like they would mm. own Picardy and stuff like and, and like big important like really really rich parts of land mm. and so it's quite funny because a lot of that was often sort of like subsidizing England as it were or like English right, royal okay, things yeah yeah. Um, and then the Hundred Years' War goes down the way that it does. England's winning for quite some time. Joan of Arc comes along. We burn her as a witch. Like, but, but again, like the English burn uh, Joan of Arc. Like, he's sort of like, actually, like they got her for heresy. But part of it was she was mm. dressed like a dude. They're like, you oh, can't, classic. you can't. Yeah, like they're like, don't dress like a dude. And that's what the Aerosmith song is about. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, so would, would, would you say that, that, that transphobia has always guided British policy? <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's like one of those transphobic things. They like they hated to see a girl boss winning, and so you know they and, and mm. it, you know it's one of these things where she was she was burnt in um, Rouen. So it's mm. like you know which what English were like this is our territory, right? So that yeah. is all very confusing. And then you kind of get up into like the Wars of the Roses, and that's where things start getting a bit odd. Mm-hmm. So like we, we, two we, different kinds of northerners having at each other, and it's very very interesting too because this is where most English people start knowing about the monarchy. 
Yeah, like, that sounds about right. Yeah, you, yeah. You got some patchy stuff before that. Yeah, know. people are like, there was a guy, William the Conqueror. It's sort of like America when you think about, I mean, the point I'm going to make is specifically most Americans, if they've gone through the American education system, they know about the Revolutionary War, they know about George Washington, they know about John Adams, they probably know about Thomas Jefferson as president, and then that's pretty much it. They might know a little bit of Andrew Jackson, not really, and then the Civil War. And it's like that huge broad swath of the first half, the more than half of the 19th century. Like, no one really knows anything about it. Yeah. Like, it's not considered an interesting part of American history. Like, there's a few things here and there people point out, like the Dred Scott, the War of 1812, the Dred Scott case, stuff like that. But, like, basically, that whole antebellum period in the, in the 19th mm-hmm. century ignored. Remarkable yeah. given how short American history is. Yeah. But, yeah. but there's like the, 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 mo- the most of it. The, know, most, right? <laughs> the most studied subject in all of American history is the Civil War. Yeah. Hands down yeah, the yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. And yet... Well, we're like that bit about Hitler. But yet, We yeah. love Hitler it's in this the country. Se- it's the second yeah. most. The World War II is the second most yeah, for America. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like all of that, those antecedents, like there's so much history there and that period itself doesn't really get studied. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that, that I only know about the Hundred Years War because I read Barbara Tuckman's A Distant Mirror. And like, it was just sort of like a project book. Like, hey, I want to finish this. Because mm-hmm. it felt very funny. You felt like a lot of encounters of different medieval types of guys. But I you like realize, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. But also it's like, and I mean, it, you know, the plague as well as mm-hmm. the Hundred Years War. But then it's like, yeah, as Milo was saying, like, it seems as though the sort of life in the UK test trivia stuff this is where it starts to get, yeah. you know, post Hundred Years Wars when it starts to get like you're expected to know it. Yeah, so do you like, want NHS care? What's a Huguenot? <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> Which is funny. That's one I do actually know because my dad's family is Huguenot. Oh, so okay. That's, well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. that's why a guy with a French name that gets mangled by the Dutch and then the English winds up in North Carolina. Oh, okay. No, that mm. makes sense. Yeah, because it, it is one of those interesting things, right? Because we uh, medieval historians, being you know the saddest bunch of people in the world, we're constantly complaining about the life in the UK. Thing because like they get they just get basic medieval history wrong oh, all really? the time where people will be like oh, yeah like the answer it's and it's just like that's not the answer that is just fundamentally incorrect but you have to like learn the answer that they want and things like that mm. um, but yeah it's much like the, the driving test where they're saying like you should indicate here and you're like nah <laughs> nah, nah no indicating um, solely vibes based solely Olga vibes. had a great bit about the life in the UK test where she said there was one thing where it's like when you move into a new neighborhood what should you do and she's like honest to god the correct answer on the test is introduce yourself to your neighbors she's like can you imagine anything less British than that and oh, I'm like yeah that's fucking wow. right wow <laughs> okay no like no no British person is going to accept that you will be treated with the most suspicion ever 100% if that happens. yeah Every true Brit fails this test. 